Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another segment of the Lecker Room podcast. This is actually we're going to, this is a different approach. Uh, the main uh, host, Jacob Lecker, could not make it this week. He has a bachelor party in Vegas and asked me to run the show. And also he asked a good friend of ours, um, Brick Thompson. He'll be filling in as a co-host all the way from Minneapolis, Kansas. So he'll be helping me get along with this podcast. So all of you 10 listeners, I hope you uh, enjoy the show. So, uh, Brick, what you what you been up to these days? Not a lot, Matt. You know, I uh, um, got to come back home for a little bit, so that was cool, but haven't been up to much. How about yourself? Oh, you know, we went pheasant hunting last week, and that was pretty fun. But other yeah, than we that, did. Just, just working, and uh, we're in late season football now, and uh, about ready to bowl season. Basketball starting up, and then is your wrestling starting up for you, too, for the college? Yeah, it should be getting ready to get started, so All right. All right. getting busy. All righty. Well, we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, last week, K-State won against West Virginia, um, 34-17, in a pretty decent game. Uh, me and Brick watched it from all the way out in western Kansas, northwest Kansas, as uh, we were hunting and stuff, listened to it also on the radio. And the Wildcats seemed to handle business pretty well, even though West Virginia had a little – little fire in the second half, but uh, K-State held on 34-17. Brick, what were your thoughts about the game? I thought that um, that was one of the better games K-State has played all year. Um, I thought that they really did a good job of not beating themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when they did that, they got lucky a few times with some penalties and took advantage of those. And it was just a really, really good football game and fun one to watch. Yeah, um, I've noticed in the last few wins, um, K-State has, has to have something good on special teams for them to pretty much get some distance and win. Um, Malik Knowles had that 65-yard kickoff. It wasn't a touchdown, but uh, if you can flip the field on special teams, I think you have a really good chance to win, and, and I think that's going to be a big key against um, Baylor because I honestly think Baylor's probably the best team in the conference right now as they beat Oklahoma last week. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? I agree with you. You can't forget about that blocked punt touchdown either. Yep. That was big. That time. was awesome. And having that happen, um, you know, that was that's something. They're definitely going to have to get some fireworks going and have something like you said on special teams to beat Baylor. Because I agree with you. I think Baylor is by far the team to beat in the Big Twelve right now for sure. Yeah, definitely. And they don't call a K State special teams U for nothing. So maybe hopefully in the future they can build off that and maybe use it as a recruiting pitch and. Uh, hopefully carry that momentum on to Baylor. And other than that, um, we are going to do a segment, um, some trivia archive. Um, little background, Brick Thompson is a huge Green Bay Packers fan. And I kind of want to know how big a fan is he? Um, we're going to find out. And I will be honest, I picked some tough questions because I, I didn't know the answer to him because I'm a, I'm a Chiefs fan. And even though they won last week, they're still not playing the best. And I will say, Brick, if if Green Bay had Aaron Rodgers, they would have beat the living dog piss out of us. So, yeah, um, that backup quarterback's not the best. No, he is not very good. <laughs> but you know, hopefully with time he develops. But I agree. I think the score might have been forty-two to ten if the Aaron Rodgers would have played. I had no. I I, I it would have it would have been bad. And Arrowhead too. So congrats. All right, let's uh let's get to it. Brick, this is this one's pretty obvious. Um, which of these NFL teams was the first to have cheerleaders? The Dallas Cowboys, 
Chicago Bears, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or the Green Bay Packers? I'm going to go with D, the Green Bay Packers. Ding, ding, ding. You are one for one. That's I actually never... really cool. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So, uh, dude, you're on, the, you're on the board. All right, let's get in some more. This is, this is a little more difficult. Which Packer player was nicknamed the Minister of Defense? I'll give you some options. Wedgie Wright, Santana Dotson, Gilbert Brown, or Sean Jones? I'm going to go with Reggie White. Dude, you nailed it. He's a 13-time Pro Bowl selection. You nailed it, man. You're two for two. Wow, he's good. He got also introduced in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2006. Yeah, he was very good. Yeah. All right, let's see if you can get this one. If you can get this one, I mean, I'm convinced already, but I'll be really convinced if you get this one. All righty. What is the name of the Packers player who burned his eyebrows and eyelashes off after he poured gasoline on some kidling and then struck a match in 1995? Okay, do you have answer choices for me? I don't. <laughs> Dude, this is the hardest question ever. I will say the initials are <laughs> TJ. Oh. Uh. I have no clue. Travis Jarvie. I would not have guessed that. Really? I yeah, I I I, I didn't know. If I, there are other Packers fans out there in the world who know that question, I will give them twenty dollars because that is a that that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Two for three, not bad. All righty, number f- you got to know this, Brick. You got to know this one. Pressure's on. Through all the trials and tribulations of the, 2012, of the 2012 season, the Packers survived it all. They defeated the Falcons in the divisional playoffs. Who did they defeat in the NFC Championship game to earn the trip to, Super, to the Super Bowl? And this is in – are you talking about 2010? Mm-hmm. Okay. They beat in the NFC Championship game. Oh. Uh. I actually don't know. I know they beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl, but I can't remember. Is it? The, is I will it the, get, I'll give you a hint. Peyton okay. Manning beat them in one Super Bowl. When he, it was the Seahawks. Yeah, I was gonna guess. It the was Seahawks. the Bears, and I was Bears. What? Oh, it was the Bears. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Good. Fifth grade All brick right. would have been disappointed. All right, brick. You got to get this one because the ants. I'm just gonna say it. The answers. Kind of obvious, but kind of, I mean, you just got to figure it out. In the 1996 season, quarterback Brett Favre set an NFC record when he threw 39 touchdown passes in regular season play. Who was the previous record holder? Uh, was it? Oh, this is. It, the, the, was it Marino? No, it's. Okay, what's, is it, what's it start with? The initials are BF. <laughs> Did he beat his own record? Yeah, it was Brett Favre. Oh, my Lord. All righty. Well, Brett kind of – he kind of knew some. I'll give it to him. Those were, those, those were pretty tough, especially the ones without the, like, numerous answers. So, uh, I'm convinced that he's a true fan, which I lived with him for a few years. He is a true fan. So, yeah. Let's uh let's get to the Baylor game. Um. K-State, senior day, last home game of the year. Uh, They still host to number 11, Baylor. Um, Tough game. This is a – I've been saying this last few weeks. 
I think K-State really needs to win this to improve their bowls, bowl projections. Um, if they win out, I could definitely see them go into an Alamo Bowl, but uh, this will definitely make it look better because Baylor has a great coach, Dave Aranda, who is a under day, um, Ed Orgeron at LSU. He's a defense, defensive genius. So K-State offense definitely needs to bring their A game. Brick, what are your keys? My first one is I think that the K-State defense has to play just as well, if not better, than they did against West Virginia. I think that Baylor's quarterback is – um, going to be one of their – I know Baylor's defense is pretty legit, but I think their quarterback is going to be um, one of their key players. So um, I found a really cool stat. Uh, the Baylor quarterback, Jerry Bohannon, is mm-hmm. one of five players with at least nine rushing touchdowns and 16 passing touchdowns. So he also both threw and rushed for over 100 yards against OU. So – that guy sounds like he's a pretty dynamic player, and yeah. I think that's going to be a big key to stop him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, K-State's defense really needs to bring it. Um, I honestly – I have them going both ways, but I'll give you a few of my keys. Skyler needs to have the game of his life. <clears throat> he needs to throw well. I think they honestly need to throw to get the running game going because um, Dave Aranda, again, he's a defensive genius. He is going to key on Deuce Vaughn, and I think, honestly, they may shut down a running game for a little bit. That means Skyler is going to have to open up the playbook, get to Malik Knowles, Phillip Brooks, uh, Stanton Weber, all those guys. He just needs to have a great game, and it's a senior day, so he should be uh, pretty pretty motivated. Um, I agree. I, I agree. Sh- I, think, I think it's, you know – it like we've talked about kind of jokingly, this is his uh, third senior day, you know, so <laughs> yeah. he needs to go out there and make it his best one yet. And yeah. I agree with you. I think that he's going to have to play well and sling it in order to beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. I also, this is this old school, no penalties. These last two games, we've been minimum penalties. Um, we can't have, if we have 14, 15 penalties against like we did against tech, we'll lose. Baylor's too good. And also my last big key, actually I have two more keys. Defense just needs to play spectacular. Make Baylor go down the field. Make them be patient. They're a fast-paced offense. Lastly, have a great special teams play, block punt, just good kickoff returns. Flip the field. Put the pressure on Baylor. And if we do that, I could see us being pretty successful. I agree with that. I think, you know, if you look back, every – Every game that K-State has won, like you said, they've either had a big return, um, you know, even if it's not for a touchdown. I know Malik's had at least um, – I know he had one against Oklahoma State, but, you know, um, just something big, you know, another 60-yard return, like you said, to kind of flip the field or a blocked punt or, um, you know, just something to get that going. But I think that if you look back, like I said, K-State – has usually had a big time special teams play in all of their big wins, you know, in this year and in the past year. So I think that's going to be a key for sure. Yeah. Again, K-State holds hosts on senior day this Saturday at 4.30 kickoff. Tailgating starts at 1130. Some of us guys will be up there for the last tailgating game. Supposed to be 60 degrees, perfect weather. Uh, Excited to see everybody. Hopefully uh, the dorms don't kick out the students. We have a big crowd because, uh, I don't know if – because I listened to Tim Fitzgerald. He's a K-State reporter. K-State only had 43,000 attendance last week, and he said opening day of pheasant season, especially out in Western Kansas, might have had something to do with that. People didn't show up. 
But we have a big crowd. It's number 11 Baylor. It should be rocking. Beautiful weather. 4.30 kickoff. What else do you want? Perfect time. The Bills should be rocking. Brick, what's your predictions? So I'm going to go a little bit on the um, low-scoring side of things because I know that um, with K-State's offense and, like you said, Baylor has a fast-paced offense, I think if the defense is playing well and K-State, you know, is controlling the clock and playing their game, I do think they have a chance to win, but I think it's going to be a decently low-scoring game. I'm going to go 24-21 Cats. Wow, you you picked a low score, but that's definitely uh, – definitely, um... I could see it. I could see it happening. Um, I got to go with K-State's been in mid-30s every game. They beat West Virginia 34-17. They beat – oh, who did they beat? Anyway, they've been in the 30s. They've been, uh, they beat KU 30, put 35 on KU. I think it's going to be a nail-biter. I think hopefully everybody shows up because the, the fans really need to be there. It needs to be loud. I picked the Cats escaping and upsetting Baylor 34-31. <laughs> Excuse me. Around the Big 12, KU goes to – I think – do they play TCU at home? Do you know anything? I don't know. I think they might play them at home. But Speak- do you think – Do you, be honest, do you think they have a chance? I don't know. I hope so. It was awesome seeing them beat Texas last week. We were watching that. We were um, done pheasant hunting that night. That I don't like KU, but I cheered so hard for them because everybody hates Texas. Texas is not that good. That was awesome. Shout out to that Plainville kid um, for catching the game-winner two-point conversion. Uh, that was just a great game. Excited for the Jayhawks to finally not only get a win in the conference, but to embarrass the Texas Longhorns. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I it's I, I want to say they have a chance, but at the same time, I mean, let's be honest, I could see them tanking the week after a really big win. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Awesome. All righty. We have a different segment. Um, we're going to do it. We always do a top five, but always pick a different subject. We're, since we're kind of deep into, we're getting to the winter-ish, but still fall. Um, everybody, we haven't talked, I don't think we talked about favorite liquors on here. Um, I don't really necessarily have an order, but uh, Brick, we'll go with you first. What is your top five liquors? Whiskey, bourbon, anything? Yeah, that's a like, good question. You like question. to drink. I do. I do. And I... I honestly, I don't drink as much liquor as I do beer. So this was kind of hard to come up with this list, but, um, number five, I'm going to start off. There's a place in Kansas city, um, that they make a little bourbon called Rieger's. So, and that's a very good, if you haven't tried it, it's not too expensive, but that's going to be my number five and it's a bourbon. Um, number four, uh, I had to throw in some tequila. I'm going to go with Cuervo Gold for number four. Number three, Ooh. big shout out to uh, our uh, roommates too who drink tequila, our old roommates, um, yeah. Eric and Carlos. But nice. number three, I'm going to go with um, some Cruzan rum, black cherry and specifically. Ooh. So that's a very sweet, it's good, and especially on a summer day, you know, it's can't beat it. Number two, um, I'm going to go with Jim Beam Peach. Ooh. Yeah, love some Jim Beam Peach. And then Old Faithful, number one, I'm going to go with Crown Royal. Oh. I have to. 
And we're not expensive drinkers, but I mean, Crown Royal, that's pretty expensive, but you have no. these people that drink really, really expensive stuff. I'm just not into that. Exactly. I don't really, I don't really necessarily have an order, but I'm just going to name the whiskeys and just the liquors in general I drink. <laughs> number, f- um, I'm not going to name them order, but I will, they're not in order, but I'll go with number <laughs> five. Number five, I, uh, I always have a nice Jim Beam, um, any of the flavors, Jim Beam vanilla, Jim Beam, any, Jim Beam anything, just a nice mixture with pop or hell even water i don't mind whiskey and water sometimes people think i'm gross for that uh number four i like gin gin and tonics i don't know why i kind of got it started my junior or senior year of college started drinking those sometimes uh i think i got taylor martin hooked on those too so hopefully he'll be listening and because he with last time i was in aggieville he kind of went overboard with the gin and tonics so shout out to him number three um I like tequilas, especially in orange juice or tequila sunrises. I like any tequila. Um, there's some tequila that's not that great, but um, Jose Cuervo, got to love it. Um, number two, I'm surprised you didn't put this because we and you, me and you used to drink it all, a lot. Bird, you didn't, bird dog. Bird dog, yeah. I should have I thrown that in there. <sighs> yeah, but number one. And I won't say it's my favorite, but I used to – it was my favorite back in college, but I kind of got sick of it. I got to go with an old diet – or uh, Captain Morgan, Dr. Pepper and Captain Morgan. Yeah. You, can't, yeah. you can't beat that. It's sweet. It's easy to drink. And also, I have an honorable mention. You got it at Fake Patties, Dr. Miguel Cuddy's. You can't beat that stuff. Oh, yeah. Especially when it's cold out. But uh, good time. Good yeah. Good I had McGillicuddy's, Captain Morgan, and an honorable mention, and also Seagram 7. Can't forget about Ooh, Seagram 7. Seagram 7. I forgot about that one. I drank that with some guys out here. So, uh, good times. Good times. Other sports? Do you have anything to mention about other sports? Have been keeping track of anything? Honestly, no, not really. Okay. Not really. Awesome. Well, this is a quicker podcast since our main host is out of the way, but we I feel like we're on track. Uh, basketball, K-State's 2-0. Uh, Bruce Weber, he's undefeated so far. Only 38 more games to go until we're undefeated in the national champions. They beat Omaha yesterday 79-64. to And that's a better start than last year. I think last year they won like six games. Um, and they also lost to 4A State last year. So that's pretty embarrassing. But, hey, they're on the better track this year. They're 2-0. Uh, they also – their first game they beat Florida A&M. So hopefully Bruce Cabal can get it going this year. Also, one last thing I want to mention. High school football is in sub-state this week. My high school I graduated from, they are in the sub-state championship against Sedgwick. The winner will take on the winner of the Opie and uh, Centralia game. And Opie is a strong favorite in that. I don't know exactly who the favorite is against Emmett and Sedgwick. But it's going to be a war. Hopefully, Emin gets that so I can watch them out here in Hayes. Brick, had any final thoughts or anything? I don't. Go to Tons. Hopefully, hopefully they make it to Hayes. Yeah, hopefully we'll have be will be having a Thanksgiving out here and watching my old uh, high school. But hey, listeners, thanks for listening. I know it's a shorter podcast, but uh, Jacob will be back next week, and we will have this up, and you'll be driving to work on Friday morning. Get to the game. We really need everybody there. So, Brick, thank you for coming on, taking this place of Jacob. I'm Matt, and he is Brick. 
and Jacob is gone, but we'll still announce him because it's his show. But uh, hopefully Jacob has a good time in Vegas and doesn't uh, lose all his money in gambling. So have a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening.